What is up, good people? It's your host, Jordan Malone of The Midnight Drop. And with me, we got our other co-host who's regularly here, David Arnold. Say what's up, my guy. Yo, it's your boy, Chips Ahoy here, the Bacardi Poppy. What's good? Chips Ahoy? What's the... Okay, that's new. I heard that from somebody else, and I just, I just thought I'd use it. Hey, it's new. Hey, it's different. It's yeah. different. You're still going through that Bacardi bullshit. This <laughs> is... Hey, man. Make me icy, boy. All right. Yo, what is up, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of The Midnight Drop. It's so good to have you guys here. As always, we're going to be talking about some stuff regarding movies, TV shows, topics about the world, society, politics, and all that stuff. Tonight's going to be a very special episode as we're going to be discussing Mortal Kombat, the new film that just actually came out today on HBO Max and in theaters. And we, both David and I, actually have some very interesting opinions about the film Go ahead and stay tuned for that. Also, just stay tuned for some just regular conversation between me and David. Probably talk about some stuff that's been going on this week. And also be on the lookout for other episodes. Yesterday, I actually dropped an episode of TV show or actually movie. I apologize for that. Uh, Ride or Die, the Netflix original film uh, that I had the pleasure of watching. And uh, go ahead and check that out on Anchor. Also, if you are a regular or just new here, be sure to check out all episodes of The Midnight Drop where podcasts are played at, which is Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, also on www.themidnightdrop.com. Also, if you want to go ahead and comment concerns or anything consideration-wise, go ahead and DM me at 615 underscore chill or email me at jordancammon, C-A-M-M-O-N, at outlook.com. That being said, let's get into the show. What's up, David? How you doing, man? I'm doing it, dog. How are you? I'm chilling. I'm tired. Had a had work today. Had a very uh, kind of day to myself since I work from yeah. home. So I was able to catch up on movies and TV shows. So the pleasure yeah. of watching Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And I watched that latest episode of Invincible and Captain America, uh, no, no, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Well, Captain yeah. America and Winter Soldier, since you know what happened. Yeah. 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 So, what about you, man? What you been doing? Nothing, man. Had a great time watching Mortal Kombat. The movie was pretty good. Um, okay. Went to a little shindig with the uh, cats on campus. Uh-huh. They, they having a party tomorrow. And, like, I want to go. But they young bulls. So I don't want to young young cats don't know how to drink. They want to be like let's let's get drunk. I'm like no, let's let's just drink and have fun. If you want to get drunk, you can. But let's not let the goal be geeked up. You feel me? That's I'm not trying to throw up around y'all. I don't know y'all like that. You feel me? It's a little right. too much. No, I feel you. When you when it's like when you start to get older and you start going to parties where a lot of freshmen and sophomores go, it, it get different. It get real real different. It seems I'm, like I'm like almost too old to talk to an 18 year old, and I'm like, <laughs> don't end up like one more year, but it's a little. It, we're, we're cutting it close at 23. I'm like, yeah, let me go ahead and stop. Yeah, don't 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 do that to yourself, man. Like especially after the whole Matt Gates situation, that nah. Matt Gates, you know who Matt Gates is? I'm familiar. What happened to him? So Matt Matt Gates is one of like is he's a he's a Republican politician lives in the South. Uh, he's one of Donald Trump's biggest supporters, and he was actually caught uh, grooming and sexting and also, so, I think, soliciting uh, child prostitutes. Yeah. yeah. My daughter's 18, so I don't know where, where the child prostitutes came in. I don't, Everybody's I don't. 18. No, it's just Matt Gates, but it's just it's just like you got to watch out. You don't want to uh, – you don't want to – 
you're, you're going at 18 and then turns out those 18 year olds are 16 and you want to be careful. Yeah, man. I can tell. I can tell you on the age. Like, and Charlie, when did when did Barney come out? What's Barney? Get away from me! Get away! Get away! Get a move! Get away! You're not. You're not. You are not the one for me. Get away from me! What was your favorite TV show as a kid? A uh, regular show? What? <laughs> what the fuck? Young as hell. Oh, hold on. Your your uh your audio's real low. I said you a baby, get away from me. Yeah, shit. Oh, that's bad. Nah, but Matt Gates is he is disgusting. He's a hypocrite. I mean, yeah, he's he's crazy. I, I would I could spend more time on him, but I'm gonna be honest with you, I only know that situation and what he's doing with Donald Trump. So I would have to do more research on him to have like a full on conversation, but yeah. yeah, he he got he went viral for a minute for all the bad for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, but uh, also, do you know a guy named ED uh, uh, EDP four four five? My man, EDP. <laughs> oh, he in jail, jail. I feel bad for my man. EDP. Wait, did he actually go to jail? I don't know. I just know that they called the police on him, and they didn't, he's not in jail. So. Let me check. I just feel bad for him. He he feel bad for him. This dude was grooming a thirteen year old. But I know why. Like he EDP's fat. He's he's got a lot of issues. And I think if he had ever lost, if he had lost that weight, he wouldn't have done that. You feel me? He'd have the confidence not to do that. I'm not defending the cat of none. I'm just saying I feel bad because he got that far. You feel me? Like you should never. It should never get to that point where it's like you know what I need. A seventh grader. No, nigga. You may, as, you may as well. You can find Shorty to the end of the stuff you're into. There are so many people into that stuff that are legal age and would probably be cool with you. No. Oh, no. Okay, here's what happened. EDP 445, a YouTuber with 2 million subscribers, was accused of messaging a fake 13-year-old in a vigilante stink operation. Uh, turns out... Uh, he may have just straight up just deleted all of his uh his videos. Oh, let me double check with that. I just feel bad for the cat, man. It, it's I don't I don't really feel I don't. Yeah, I don't like, pro- there are probably some mental issues going around going on with him, and he has to be make sure he's cool. But I don't really feel all that too bad. Where oh shit, oh he did he deleted all his videos. Oh. I don't. I'm not, I, don't I, I don't feel bad for him in the sense of him, like. Share this screen with you. Hold on. Let me share this screen. Show you what I'm talking about. See, look. Oh man, EDP. Oh, he, he going to jail. He probably gonna go to jail. I, 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 I think he's. I think he's finally fell off the planet. And he also, and it, seem, and it seems like he also responded to the situation but what's crazy is that the worst part is that the the people who exposed him are yeah. actually uh turns out they're racist or something or that they were just doing they're doing predator pro, uh poaching for money yeah no the, the, the redhead cat is racist i like he was like this is my 600 pound life i'm like first up this isn't funny like i'm 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 not in a joking mood with you Penguin Charlie gonna say Charlie that dude right there the redhead guy he he low raises like it's, it's been found 
yeah, it's been found that he said the N-word a lot. He'll call him the Black Lives Matter stuff and call and say the N-word. He he ain't the coolest cat. Like, a lot of them cats are real. To me, it's clout chasing. Because it just seems, it's just really weird to me that EDP is the one y'all chose out of all the predators y'all could have got EDP. And it's just, I just, I just don't know why he did that because like who who is this chick is that the child he was messaging i don't know i don't know too i don't god damn uh his home he got <laughs> caught in 4k <laughs> how you get caught in 4k taking pictures uh, i just feel bad for him that, i don't i don't i don't feel bad bro i like i feel bad for the fans because he's been on youtube for years and he's done a lot, and like he's done a lot. There's just like this viral video of him at the Super Bowl when the Eagles finally beat the the Patriots and they won the yeah. Super Bowl. What happened? What just happened? Yeah. Like what the fuck happened? Like what the fuck yeah. happened? But no, uh, when you go into something like this, you know, this is crazy. This is ridiculous. no, like, it's, just, it's sad. I feel bad for him because he 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 failed, and it's just it's just the. It's the fact that he just succumbed and he just, he just, he just, you live long enough, you either die a hero, you become the villain. And it's just, he became the villain. Like, EDP is now forever in infamy. You know, he'll never be able to gain the fame and status he had. It's just, like, he was with, like, a a three-year-old. He got a goddaughter and everything. He can't see her no more. I'm like, that's tragic. So it's just, I just, I just feel bad for the cat because he's no, just, it's, it's bad, he's, it's bad. Like you, you can't be, you, he, he ain't, he's not EDP anymore. He's just, he's Bryant and he's a sex offender for the rest of his life. And I'm like, damn man, you, you really could have been you. We were all rooting for you, EDP. We were rooting we, for you. We were all. Well, I wasn't rooting for your ass, but they were all rooting for you. I'm saying like the way, like early EDP was funny. He got weird like 2017, but. When he was funny, he was funny. EDP was a was a, was a good comedian. Well, I he think. Just, well, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. I said he he just fell off, man. I listen. I've watched like a couple of his videos. I felt like he was gratuitous and did a whole lot. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. He made some funny ass memes. He he was yes. He was the basis for a lot of memes that I laughed yeah. at. But uh, I I will say I wasn't the biggest fan. Uh, here I remember a year ago he. People were trying to expose him for a, the same situation like this, but there really wasn't that much evidence, and uh, yeah. it was people just trying to come after him. But I guess now, after what happened here, I'm like, I'm not shit. That's a that's a big thing. I don't know. Oh no, he 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 got away, quote unquote, once, and that don't happen twice. Lighting don't strike twice. Uh, like fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Well, me three times, fuck the three, fuck the peace sign, lay the chopper, blow the chopper, let it rain on you. Can't I just, I just, man, why it's just, it's just tragic to me how many cats have these secret like things on them. You feel me? It's, like, it's, it's too many people to me that are like, you know what? Secretly, seventh graders aren't that bad. I'm like, I was in seventh grade once. I didn't like seventh graders in seventh grade. We were all musty. Even the girls were musty. Ain't nothing cute about no thirteen-year-old, bro. We're all weird. Yeah, it, it's weird. It's weird. I just, I just, ah, man, it's just, it's just oh. sad. It's just, it's sad. Well, since we're here, 
on this YouTube page. You seen this video? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you seen this one? Yeah, it's like it's like a it's like a Lego thing with like some Wukong. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, it's Legos. Yeah, I've seen this. So. I did not hear what she just said. You didn't hear what he said? No. Oh, okay. Well, hold on. Yeah, for some... Okay, so, like, it just came up in my recommendation feed. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, it's Legos? And then the guy who's voicing, uh, uh, I guess, like, Wukong or something... He's the same guy, Sean Shun, he's the same guy that voices Goku. And then it's like the most yep. badass line I think he's given is like, you should have stayed buried. It's like, holy yep. shit. <laughs> in, a, in a Lego yep. movie? <laughs> yep. A Lego property? He's like, you should have stood buried. That's like, the I, fuck going on? Sean Shun has a great voice. Like he, he really is a phenomenal voice actor. Like him, uh, Chris Savage, do that voice Vegeta and All Might and Piccolo. They they all got crazy voices. Yeah, no, great. No. <sighs> Actually, quick question. So, yeah. the original Dragon Ball Z series or Dragon Ball Z Kai? Or Dragon Ball, yeah, Dragon Ball Z Kai. The original Z. Actually, hold on. Let me, no, 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 no. Let me give you a better one. I'm going to stop sharing. Let me give you a better one. Dragon Ball, okay. If you had to pick either Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, Dragon Ball Z Kai or Dragon Ball Super, what would it be? Go oh, GT. GT is the iciest Dragon Ball series. You, wait, you said you picked GT over all of that stuff? Yes. No. Super Saiyan Four, the ultimate transformation. That, that no, like I yes. Super Super Saiyan Four is a cold ass transformation, and I and I will say the Baby Saga was interesting. And then, like, the Dark Dragon Ball saga was cool. Yeah. But that series was very much uh, problematic. What was wrong with Dragon Ball Z? What was wrong with GT? Uh, GT kind of just, like, dragged on its feet in the beginning. Like, I felt like you're watching, like, the first episodes of it, and you got to wait till you get to the baby saga to get make it interesting. They're just going from, like, in a space adventure to find all these Dragon Balls, and I'm like, I'm not really interested in this. Uh, also, the whole thing about how Pilaf, is that the character's name? Pilaf, yeah. Pilaf, Pilaf and the gang come in and they and they kind of just make, go, and they and they cause Goku to go back to his younger self. I was like, really? So, yeah. it was just weird. Um, yeah, we got Super Saiyan 4 Goku, which is like a seriously powerful character. And I was like, he is awesome badass but uh I, I just felt like it could have been much better than what it is now people rag on it and say it's the worst thing ever it's not it's good <laughs> you can watch it and have a good time every time something from gt comes on to like a video game or a crossover people get yeah. super excited so it's just like the same people who who hate on gt are the same ones who go crazy for super saiyan 4 gogeta to be on fighters or for super baby yeah. to be on fighters so I don't, nobody talks shit about me about that but uh, but the series GT, nah, nah, I really would not. If I had to be honest, I picked Dragon Ball Z Kai. I don't like Kai. I thought when I when I first thought, I thought they were gonna redraw everything. I didn't know it was just the original series just redubbed and stuff cut out. I'm like, 
No, they they no, it's more than that. It's like they redrew they redrew everything that's kind of closer to the manga. Uh the voice acting is much better than the original. It, it's better than the original Dragon Ball because with the original Dragon Ball Z, everybody was like kind of just starting out, Sean Schimmel yeah. and, and Chris Abbott. And they were just like, these are guys who are now like, they got the characters down, they've done them really well, and it actually feels very genuine, like genuine conversations and dialogue. Uh, they changed voice actors for like characters like Gohan and Frieza. Honestly, they were much better. Frieza, from the original Dragon Ball Z, I always mistaked her for for old grandma. And uh, Gohan, I was like, could have got a better voice actor. But uh, yeah, the voice acting's great. Uh, the, the animation is a little better. I would say it's a little better. And the music is, is dope too. Um, I know Dragon Ball Z, the original Dragon Ball Z music is cool because it's like every time there's a fight scene, like, dun, 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 dun. but like with Kai, it, you know, it, it feels more of just like a true adventure. It kind of encapsulates that style over that whole show and the style of it. And, uh, I think it works out. And the fact that, when they went to like the thir- the Boo saga of Kai, and they used the same music as they did in Super, I was like, yeah, that's pretty dope. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I remember Dragon Ball Z Kai. I remember the first time I watched it was on Nicktoons when Nickelodeon had the rights for a minute, and uh, yeah. it went all the way to the Cell saga. And I was like, why are they not doing the Boo saga? And it turns out they did do the Boo saga, but it's only on like DVD and they didn't really air it. And I was like, okay, well, yeah. I mean, shit. So, yeah, I mean. Kai, I think Kai's cool. I think the worst. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I think GT's like my least favorite, but that doesn't mean it's awful or bad. I just think. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I get you. Yeah, I watched GT when I was a kid. I remember. I remember. I remember. I had the. This was when Blockbuster was still out, huh? It was on Toonami. No, I had the, I had a Blockbuster uh, VHS tape. Oh, and... you, oh, that was old. <laughs> I'm saying like I was I was a child. I was like I was like eleven. Cause down here was when my grandma stayed what block was gonna go away for a little bit. So I got that mug. I saw Goku during Super Saiyan 4. I said, Oh wait a minute. Like Don't do fuck? it to him, Goku. It's like the fuck is this? <laughs> Bro, it was so icy. I was a kid. I was sitting there like ha thought I could grow hair on my arms and get like a big old it was it was lit. Man. So I really wish he. Uh, I really wish they added him as a character in Fighters because even though I'm, nah, happy, he too, yeah. I'm happy we got Super Saiyan Four Gogeta, I'm happy that we got Super Baby. But if yep. they just would add Super Saiyan Four Goku, I would have been like, "Yep, yeah, that's a wrap." Because yeah, that game is flawless. That game is fucking fine. I actually went back to playing that game, and I've gotten mm-hmm. much better. Yeah, I've gotten much better. Um, yeah. Somebody actually tried to start a fight with me over PlayStation. That was funny. Where you staying, bro? Where you staying, bro? Not where you're at. No, hold on. Where you go? I'm not going to go meet you, stupid. This this dude or kid, I don't know. Let me let me pull this up. <laughs> because I got the PlayStation app, so I, I get, like, notifications. So, like, I'm playing fighters one day uh, after work, and my main team is Goku, Super Saiyan Goku, uh, Goku Black and uh, Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta because I've been trying to game out a little bit more. I've been doing much better and I played this one dude. He beat me in one one round and then I won the next two rounds and I and it was so fucking funny. But then he sends me a message 
I'm trying to get it. It was like, rematch me, bro. Rematch me, bro. Here we go. Uh, guy's name was Sir Mollusk. Yeah. Fight me again right now. <laughs> I didn't respond. Hello? Let's go. I ain't since you scary as fuck. Won't rematch. Don't let me catch you in no lobby. Stay off Fighter Z. Matter of fact, scrub. Fuck. <laughs> so I just you hit that man. I, I just, What'd you say? I just told him, LOL, you just lost, bro. Calm down. And I sent him a voice message and I said, hey, man, it ain't going too crazy with fighters. Just calm down. You lost. Have a great game. Got more stuff going on. Uh, keep your mental health in check. That's what I said. You got to start trolling cats. You got to troll him. Like, hey, man, I'm with your mom right now, bro. Give me some cereal. I'm in, I'm in the basement with your moms right now. Hey, where your mom's at? Where your mom's at, boy? Start trolling him, bro. You want to call me at my name? All right, I'm with your moms. Well, what's I'm with your mom and your grandma. Well, what's crazy was that after I said that, he responded and said, bitch, I bet I know where, where you live. Don't make me come over there and beat your ass. I was like, motherfucker. I was like, uh, you got you to say you with his mom now. I was trying to say it was his mom. I just ignored this nigga. And then he just kept sending like all these hate messages, called me the N-word, all this stuff. And I just said, I don't care. And then he sent a voice message and he sounded like a a 14-year-old uh white kid. And I was just like, Oh no. But I was just like, I don't care. This kid is probably just mad and sad about it, trying to be a trying to act hard so i was like i don't give a fuck but yeah fighters i've been playing that game a little bit more and it's been fun um especially if gogeta really is the last dlc character and they'll figure something out so i don't know but yeah um yeah man so yeah dragon ball dragon ball still is a great series still still catching up on some more anime yeah jujutsu kaisen man and they go crazy. You usually guys they go crazy. They gonna come out with this movie. I gotta get on this manga. I've heard so much shit about the manga. Oh my god. The manga go crazy. The manga go crazy. Yeah, it, it does. It does. Well, alrighty then. Let's go ahead and get yeah. into the main event for today's episode. Hold on a second. Alright. Let's go into the main event of this episode. Uh, tonight, we're actually going to be talking about Mortal Kombat, uh, the movie that actually just came out today, uh, around like 2 a.m., and uh, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. third, not the third, it's more of like the fifth or the sixth live action uh, live action adaptation of the most popular fighting game series of all time, and uh, the last two movies we got, the full last two feature-length films we got Mortal Kombat back in 1995, and then its sequel, Mortal Kombat Annihilations. The first one at the time was considered the best video game movie of all time. Uh, compared to its competition, even though it was cheesy and everything, it was still fun, and it gave us oh, one yeah. of the it, it gave us one of the best fighting game themes or well, fighting theme songs of all time, and it's awesome. Yeah, uh, for. Annihilation is considered one of the worst video game movies of all time. Actually, matter of fact, one of the worst movies of all time. And uh, and then we ended up getting um, like Mortal Kombat Legends, Mortal Kombat Conquest. Uh, Mortal Kombat in its game series is now on its uh, 11th edition, the 12th one. Don't know if they're going to get that together. But yeah, this movie uh, is out. And if there was another film to talk about, 
uh, in regards to it. It's not live action, but it's an animated adaptation of it. And that's actually Scorpion's Revenge. You've watched that? Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. How do you feel about that movie? To me, they the same. Like, like, both of them were let's sit down and have a good time movies. Like, Scorpion's Revenge story is not flawless. It is, it is, it's okay. Mortal Kombat's movie is okay. Hold on. But man, Hold on. them cats got the brawling? They got Hold the box. Like, you talking, talking about the animated one or the live action? Live action one. I want you to wait until uh, until I go ahead and both do of them. Like I like I like the animated one. The animated one to me is the best way to do Mortal Kombat because you can do more stuff. But I I, I like both of them. All right. Well, let let me. You can save all your opinions until we show the trailer. We're gonna go ahead and show that right now. I have my opinions about the film. David definitely has his. As you can see, he's definitely excited to go ahead and share them out right now. Uh, personally, for me, uh, I'll also talk about Scorpion's Revenge since you know I brought it up. But here is actually the trailer for Mortal Kombat 2021. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's a commercial. You hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, okay. It's actually a commercial. Okay. Uh... All right, here we go. Yeah, you can't hear nothing, can you? It's just... No. no. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying it now. I'm just like, can this nigga hear anything? I can't, like... I can't. I was, I've already seen the trailers. Like, I wasn't tripping too much. I was just going to let you ride. Fuck it. I'll just put it in editing. I don't care. All right, so... All right. <laughs> fuck it. I was just like... I'm just sitting down. I'm just like, welcome to the trailer for Mortal Kombat. I'm just sitting there like... Yeah. Can this nigga even hear it? <laughs> but... Uh no, nah, seriously, man. Uh straight up this movie uh came out today. It yeah. was announced, I believe, some years ago. And uh it's considered one of the first live action like rated R rated live action Mortal Kombat films. So I called you, I told you a little bit how I felt with it. I didn't tell you yeah. most of my details. I've got yeah. notes for days, but go ahead and and just tell the audience, how do you straight up feel about this film? Don't, Are we doing both right now? Like, don't, uh, like, just go ahead and straight up, what, just tell me your overall opinions about it. Don't give me your score yet, but just tell me your overall opinions. All right. Movies mid, but it is so much fun. It is so much fun. I was in, I was yelling at the screen. I'm like, oh, don't do him like that. Oh, I'm like, he did him like that. Yes, sir. Uh, can we are we spoiling or no? Are we just going? What are we doing? We'll get into the spoiler. We'll we'll get into the spoiler of it later on. But like, try to keep it non spoiler for right now. Oh my man, it was so cool. It was just cool, and I liked it because it was stupid and it was cool. <laughs> like there was no none of the story made sense. It was just 
hey man, big monster, boom, 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 explosions. I'm like, I go rock with this. This is my kind of movie. Like it was just, it was it was a very it was bad. Would it be a sequel? I hope so. Because I if this could keep up, I think it would get better. But as a whole, I liked it. It was a, it was an okay movie. Like it was very this was my first fun movie in a while. Like this is the first movie I've been like, yo, I feel like a kid again. I'm like, I'm hollering at the screen. I'm getting geeked up. I'm I'm pausing the movie and moving around like they didn't just do that to my man's. So I feel like I was like I was watching anime. It was it was so much fun. Okay, uh, thank you for that. I'm actually glad you have a difference in opinion. So that means I could possibly learn something from this. But I'm going to say it right now. Uh, I did not like this film. I did not like it. Uh, I was very much excited for it. Because I had felt like they could have done a really good adaptation of Mortal Kombat. And uh, when we got the trailers for it, it looked cool. We had a trailer for it. The rest I watched was like either one of those like exclusive clips they gave or like behind the scenes. Uh, I was a little worried for a couple things and I was rightfully so worried. Uh, I was ripe to be worried for them. And uh, this movie was just not good. Um, And I'll kind of start off with this. I'll start off with saying some good things about it, though. Uh, One of the good things I liked about the film was the fan service they gave like the fan service, the Easter eggs. There were part points of the movie where I just took a pause and I just pointed out some of the things that I saw from like the mortal Kombat franchise. Like, and this is where we're getting to like the spoiler talk. So spoilers for anybody who doesn't, you know, for anybody who doesn't want to be spoiled about the film. But, uh, did you get like the part when Sonya blade is like, explaining the entire situation of mortal Kombat, did you like take a pause and realize oh like i know some of these characters oh no yeah when, they, when she was mentioning the characters i'm like oh yeah i played some of these cats yeah yeah so like they had one with night wolf uh koto yeah. khan was in and i thought yeah. that was gonna be like a close one uh and then when they get to loot the like the temple of raiden like raiden's temple and they show the amulet and if you don't do you know about the amulet yeah, yeah, that one. The one that was like a big thing in Mortal Kombat 10. And then they show like a whole thing of Shao Kahn and Sonya Blade's yeah. like, oh my God, is this really Mortal Kombat? It's, it's fucking Shao Kahn. This guy's going to rule the yeah. world. Uh, they show one, and I think this is when I showed I was really fucking nerdy. Uh, they showed one where like Liu Kang, the, you know, the great Kung Lao actually uh, was defeated yeah. by Goro. Yeah. And it showed that one. I think another one. I try to make like, I tried to grab it from like one of those Mortal Kombat 3D games they made. Yeah, one where it's like a, I guess like, I don't know. I can't remember. But uh, yeah, the fan service of like just doing those little nods to the games and the franchise, uh, doing funny jokes about it. Uh, I felt like they were pretty cool, including some of the set designs. The set designs were nice. The one where Jack, the whole place where Jax was fighting against General Reiko. I think that yep. w- they did that really good. And uh, I think the fan service here was dope. I think it was real, real nice. Another thing I really liked about it, about the film, uh, I thought the fight scenes were cool. Uh, yeah. I thought not every fight scene was great. And I'll see this right now. I'll ask you this right now. Which fight scene did you really like the most? Oh, man. 
the opening. When they first when they first dropped that opening, that cold open, bro. Icy. Icy. Okay. Like, uh, give me your second one. My second one gotta be when Cole was fighting Goro. Cause he hit Goro with he was he did Goro dirty. He said, Oh, I got powers now? Oh, I gotta do you crying me. I'm like, yo. That's the son of Shao Kahn, the great, the great Goro. And you just did him grimy in front of in front of your wife and your daughter? Oh, so, go ahead, so Cole. Oh shit. Okay. You we will we, we gonna be real different. My two favorite fights was actually it was Sub Zero versus Scorpion in the last last film. Okay. The last part of the film. And then was Jax versus Sub Zero. The reason why I like that one because Sub Zero was just a fucking savage. And yeah. he, he he freezes his arms. Yeah. Uh Jax's arms. And then he pushes him off the ledge, and you're just like, holy shit. You see it where should have died. He should have died. Like he he hit his head on solid concrete and rebar. He should have been dead. And his arms were blown off. He should have been dead. He should have died from the shot and from the trauma of his goal in that rebar. Yeah, he should have, man. It was it was really crazy. Um, I'll be honest, I felt like the fight scenes, the choreography looked like they took a lot of time into it. And I appreciate yeah. that, uh, for the sake of the film because they, I really looked into the behind the scenes looks of it, and they really yeah. wanted to make it like like Mortal Kombat. They want to make the fighting genuine, and they got yeah. some big time Asian actors to do that. Like the guy who played a uh, Scorpion, including person who played Sub Zero, Liu Kang, uh, Kung Lao. They they did a pretty good job fighting wise. Um, yeah. yeah, I felt like choreography wise, they they did what they had to do. I'm not going to lie. Not every fighting scene was great. I felt like there were some that were just very boring. Uh, for example, Sonya Blade versus Melina. That was not good. Um, shit, honestly, any Melina fight scene wasn't good at all. I, I just felt disappointed with that. And I'll get into Melina. Really? Yeah, I'll get into Melina later down the road. Uh, something else I did like. Uh, and I This is the last one I say. Some of the characters in this film were actually written all right. Uh, to yeah. be honest with you, Kano was one of the stars of this film. I've been hearing that oh, a lot. Oh, no, Kano went crazy. Yeah, Kano has been one of the biggest biggest characters that people talk about in this film. And I can see why. Like, in the beginning, I was just laughing nonstop. Like, this is one scene where, you know, Sonya Blade is talking about how, like, yeah, I don't have a marking. You know, I just... You know, Jack's got one, but I don't. And and Kano's over here in the chair, like wah wah. He's just like the fuck. Yeah. I was like, that's funny. And it felt like the director just let him rip and do whatever he wanted to do. And uh, I felt, I felt like he, did, the actor who played him, did a really good job. I felt like he did the best of his abilities and then some. Can't he really? He really captured the essence of the character Kano. Who's supposed to be like yeah. this asshole and you know he's shit talker, but he can fight yeah. and everything. And uh I think with the fact that what he did at the end, it's predictable, but at the end at the same time, it's good. Like the character okay, so the actor who plays the actor who plays Kano was Josh Lawson. And he's pretty oh, really? good. So I really want to look out for him. He's actually been in other stuff. Uh, Superstore, House of Lies. He's been on a lot of stuff, yeah. but yeah. 
Uh, it seemed like he ad-libbed a lot of the things he was supposed to say, and he did a really good job. So, yeah, man, he did great. And I think there were other characters who did a great job. Um, I think, let me see here. I think Jax was pretty good, played by Macaw Brooks. Uh, yep. I thought he did pretty good. Um, Shang, the guy who played Shang Tsung, even though he wasn't there a whole lot, I can tell that he was still doing his best, and he did good. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Scorpion was a good character. I think the first 12 minutes of the film with Hanzo Hasashi and Bihan, or better known as Sub-Zero, I think I thought both of them were really good. I thought Scorpion and Sub-Zero were two characters that they really wanted to focus on and do well, and they hit, they hit it. They did it well. So, yeah, man, those are the things I liked about the film, but I got a lot of fucking things that I did not like about this film at all. I get you. Like, like, like are there any things that you that you also liked about the film? Hey, bro, I loved the whole thing because I was truly, bro. I'm I'm not kidding you. I was geeked up the whole film. Cause Melina's actress is thick than a mug. Boy, I said, wait a minute. I'm glad they picked this show to play Melina. People were mad she wasn't Asian. I'm I'm, I'm cool with this switch. But I like I like the characters. Everyone felt like they were really doing their best. Even Cole, who I don't really like, was I was like this cat. I, I found out yesterday that we got magical powers and cats can turn into, into ice. It, he handled that pretty well for his his first time finding that out. So Cole, he was my least favorite character because I do feel like they could have done better. To me, the movie would have made more sense if it had just been Hanzo and Behan as Sub Zero. I feel like that could have been an intro movie, and then this could have been a sequel. But it was lit. Like I, Sonya Blade, I liked her because everyone felt like they had a purpose. Even even though the movie was isn't written the best, mm-hmm. Sonya Blade did feel like she was desperate to be a part of the crew. She was like, "I don't have a mark," and they were like, "Uh, you can't you can't activate no powers without the marking. Like you gotta go." And Kano's like, "Ha ha, he he." He gets a laser. That laser eye beam scene was icy, bro. Because I was like, how they gonna get him the eye beam? It just has an eye beam in his head. You know how cool that is? You know how many nine-year-olds are gonna be watching the movie? Like, yeah, laser beam. Like, mm-hmm. bro, I really, I really like that movie. It was, and it, I will say, some of the gore, icy. When Kung Lao threw that shorty in that blade, he threw that hat down, no. that mug got to spin it. Oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, because Shang Tsung had just said, like, this is my favorite shorty. He said, oh, word, I got to get hurt. Because he rode with that shorty like a horse. I said, this guy, Kung Lao, was different. Hated how he got took out, though. No. Hated how he got took out. I actually liked how he got taken out because it's different. In the games, he's actually killed by uh, Shao Kahn because it's like he beats yeah. everybody. And then Shao Kahn comes in and just, like, uh, snaps his neck. And I'm like, holy shit, that's fucking that's fucking." crazy and this one even though i feel like it was it was early uh the fact that they were able to show off shang sung and how powerful he is by taking his soul i was like holy shit that's actually pretty dope uh i felt like there could have been more stuff into it but nah but i felt like it was interesting but uh no man i'm i'm glad you you like the film i'm not gonna say oh you should hate it but since we're on it now like i said I don't like it. And I have a lot of shit to say to why I don't like this film. 
you brought up some points that I want to revisit later down the road after this, but uh, I I'm gonna talk about the the obvious thing, the elephant in the yep. room that I that I hated about this film, the writing. The writing in this film was really, really, really bad. I I don't like it. Like the first twelve minutes of the film, it catches your attention as it pertains to like Scorpion and how he lost his family. He and you know how Hanzo became Scorpion. But then after that, the rest of the film is just either predictable, cliche. Uh, it drags along in the middle of the film. And the third act is just bad, man. Like, it, like I, I don't get it. I had so many things that I was upset about. Like, number one, yeah. why is Melina Cabal and other and other other world like outworld characters treated like regular henchmen? That's something I didn't get. Like, why was Goro like he was hyped up for this film? He shows up for maybe like yeah. five or six minutes, and the guy just gets killed by a new character Cole which yep. who I'll get into later and yep. Melina was like somebody that every time she was on the screen I was like man she got to do something she's got a, a crazy backstory she's got a crazy personality you know her whole story in the Mortal Kombat 10 was cool man she's just a regular yep. henchman that got that's just a she's just a regular henchman with some fangs on her like that's all she is she ain't do nothing crazy Cabal, yeah. Cabal was cool because he started like putting out some jokes, but at the same time, you're like, "How did you get here?" Like, there's a whole reason yeah. to it. There should be a whole backstory. And the writing yeah. was just no, like no, like you either had characters that were really good or you had characters that were boring as fuck. And one of the characters yeah. that I was so disappointed that I didn't like was Liu Kang. Liu Kang was. Was not it? Do we like Lou? No, I did not like Liu Kang. Liu Kang was a bitch in this movie. Liu Kang was a bitch in this movie, and I felt like he was borderline the same as Sonya Blade, who, in most of the parts of the film, was the exposition guy, where he just talks about this is what's happening, this is what we need to do, or else this happens, and this whereas, and this is his character, like. Like they're progressing the story along by telling you what the story is about. And you're just like, dude, there's more to you. And I'll say this. Liu Kang has been done dirty. In a lot of things in the video games. He's a badass. He killed Shao Kahn. He did so much in the last game that we had. He becomes like the fire thunder God in this yeah. film. It's just kind of like, oh, he's just there. He's just, he's a mentor. He helps them find like their, what was it? Their Hakai? <laughs> <laughs> their powers yeah whatever it is and i'm just like yeah man they did they they did they did luke Kang wrong man i felt like raiden wasn't wasn't the best of his abilities i felt like raiden wasn't written as well as i thought it would be um it was just so much that i just felt like the writing needed to be much 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 better and it just it, it was just horrendous and that yeah. and with the bad writing comes in with the pacing. The pacing was horrendous. It's like the movie is going through going through really really fast and it's like one scene you're seeing Cole Young fight MMA match. Next thing you know you're on Outworld. Sub-Zero's like I am Sub-Zero. And then next thing you know it's yeah. just like oh they're moving fast. They got to get to the temple. Uh you said Cole Young, he took it 
pretty well that, oh, these are monsters and people from other dimensions. That is not realistic. What they said no, in behind no. doubt what they said in the behind the scenes videos that I saw was that Cole Young was supposed to be like this relatable guide. I was supposed to be a guide for humans, for the audience, to just kind of put us in that situation. He was nobody relatable, man. No, nah, this guy, no, 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 no. He was nowhere relatable at all. And I'll actually get into it now with Cole Young. That guy was a fucking he was a bad character. I think he, you said he was your least favorite character. He was my least favorite, but he was awful. I don't know why they put him in. They should have put in Johnny Cage and did a, a different story with this because he was bad. Not only is he boring, not only is he cliche, not only is he predictable, but this nigga sucks at fighting. Yeah, <laughs> he he, gets he's lucky. horrific at fighting. But it's, it's bad. The first part. The first fight scene with him, he's he's an MMA ring. He's kicking this guy's he's kicking this guy's ass. He's almost got him pinned down. Yeah, and then he just lets the guy win the fight. And I'm just like, are you throwing the fight away? Like, are you getting paid for this? And he's like, no, this guy just sucks. And then yeah. when he's fighting like Kung Lao and Liu Kang, he's getting his ass whooped. Uh, he he does nothing with reptile. He does nothing with uh Kano. Uh. <laughs> this is like the times we're getting his ass whooped. I'm like, yeah, I just keep kicking his ass. Put him out the movie. There's one part of the film where Raiden just comes in, opens up protos, is like, you are weak. Get the yeah. fuck out. <laughs> I wanted Johnny Cage. <laughs> yeah. This is the best you give me. Matter of fact, why was Raiden so angry throughout this entire film? I think Raiden was old. I don't know. I don't know why he was so angry. That is a good point. I don't know why he was so mad. Like the dude was acting like Dark Raiden. Like he was just like, I want, I want, like fate of the universe is at stake here. I want everything to be cool. But y'all niggas over here suck. You ain't got no powers. You weak. You ain't got markings. You, you're just a dumbass. That's what it, that's what he was like. I was like, why are you so angry? And, oh my gosh. And, but Cole Young, man, was just not a good character. He wasn't the best guide. I think the better guide for the audience was Kano because he was a little bit more relatable where he's just like, how did you get, how did you shoot a fucking fireball? How did yeah, you do this? Just, like, yeah. what is going on? And it's sad because Kano's a villain. He's like a mercenary of the Black Dragon. And Cole Young's supposed to be the guy that's just like, I'm just here. He's a human. There are some parts where I felt like he was like Keanu Reeves, but worse. Like, like Keanu Reeves, like whoa, yeah. bro, whoa. So that's what it felt like. Cole was just so bad, and I actually looked him up and see saw where he came from. One of his yeah. biggest roles was into the Badlands. Uh, yeah. Louis Tan, I'm talking about, and uh, yeah. I'll also be real with this. He has great, he has great fighting skills. Uh, yeah. he, he's definitely handsome, but this guy to me is not a great actor. He's not. He, he's an okay actor. He, no, he was a bad actor in some parts of this film. And when you combine that with bad writing and terrible pacing, you have a yeah. you have a shit show. You have a shit show. And I just felt like that was a that was a missed opportunity. Uh yeah, I mean, anything you gotta say with Cole Young Man? It's not like Cole. Because let me just be frank. This movie's bad. But man, was it? You you said it was a good movie. You said it was mid. Let me let me finish. The movie's written and paced horribly, but 
it feels like a video game. Every single scene feels like a cutscene. I'm like, oh, snap, exposition scene. Oh, snap, fight scene. It's not paced well. It's not written well. But it's just, I felt every time I was watching, I'm like, oh, they about, they about to get brawling. And they got grimy. They got to fighting. I hate Cole, though. They should not have had Cole. I would have rather they did some, they did a Scorpion coming back from uh, Netherrealm and dealing with that than just Cole being um, Hizashi's Infinitely like, great grandson. Yeah, what the fuck was that? All that? What's all that about? <laughs> that, that just felt kind of forced. I'm like, you could have just had Scorpion. Scorpion's in the movie. Just put Scorpion as the main character. We don't care about gold. Scorpion. That brings me to a point that I'm going to make up. But Scorpion was in this film for the first 12 minutes, and then didn't come back until an hour in the tw- the hour 29 mark. And I was like, hey, this guy has a cool fight scene at the end, but yeah. you're barely in this film. Except you're like a ghost in another room. Like, what the hell? And I'm just like, you advertise Scorpion like crazy, and you only see him in a, in a couple scenes in the same ice dungeon, and you're like, why is he only in that scene? Oh, now I know why. Because he's he's barely in the fucking movie. <laughs> and he takes his mask off like three times. You notice that? Every time he took his mask off. That mask thing was weird. I'm like, why? Did, just just talk. You, we can hear you through the mask. Like It's like every time. It's like he, he like he's like, he's like, get over here. Oh, sorry. Get over here. <laughs> it's, it's, it's take- when, when he, I did like how he was like, you remember this face? I'm like, oh, he about to get grindy with Sub-Zero. That's the only time he took the mask off. And then when they breathed the fire, the only time he took the mask off. He took the mask off three times. And then he took the like, mask off to take to talk to Cole. He was just like, "Don't let the." He's like, "Don't let the don't let the clan die." Oh, sorry, don't let the clan die. It's like, what the fuck, man. You already <laughs> took your mask off so many times. I know it's hard to breathe in there, shit. <laughs> but, uh, but that brings to a point. Uh, I felt like Scorpion's Revenge, the animated film that came out, I think a year like a year ago. That that yeah. animated film is better. It's it's better oh, yeah. than this one. Oh, I don't yeah. think it's like the best thing ever made. I don't think it's like a ten out of ten. No, there's some problems that I have with it. But when it comes down to in comparison with this live action film, it did a better job because you you kept your characters, you had comedy throughout, you had badass action sequences, and you had a story that was relatable to the games. And it was just yeah. like, okay, this is cool. Uh the fact that you're following Scorpion and you're just saying, okay, the rest of these characters are just like extra subplots or just fodder to it. I was like, cool. But in this one, it's just like the main guy is, you know, Cole Young. And I'm like, there's nothing interesting with him. If we would have just had this movie where Scorpion was the lead, or maybe if Johnny Cage was the lead, it would have been like, that's much better because you have somebody with personality. You have someone that's badass. I mean, Cole Young, you just this is kind of like if if Mortal Kombat the game had a story mode like a create your own character and it's like basic plot lines. Yeah. That's what it feels like. That's what it felt like <laughs> with Cole Young. And I thought about that. I was like, this is some bullshit. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I, yeah go ahead. It, it's the movie's bad, but it reminds me of when I was a kid. And all the movies I watched as a kid weren't good, but I like them. Like, The Son the Son of the Mask is a bad movie. It's not very well written. It's kind of stupid. I like the movie, though, because it's it's fun. 
And that was if this movie's whole goal was to be fun, it accomplished that exponentially. Because I'm like, I was watching Jordan. I'm so serious. I'm in my apartment hollering at the screen because when when Kano picked up the amulet, and I'm like, Luke Kang better say something. Luke Kang is not just gonna let him take this amulet. He said, put it back. I said, oh, that's there we go. Not a plot hole. Get Kano, bro. Get Kano, bro. And even when Kano like popped off and got his laser eye beam, I'm like, that was a cool scene. They were trying to punk him out. He was like, I am going to kill you guys. Laser vision. They were like, whoa, that's kind of cool. I'm not going to hold you. That whole power scene was stupid. They had no idea what their powers were going to be. Sonya Jax has metal arms. What does that mean? Hold on, hold on. This, sense. this nigga, this nigga became a transformer by I'm lifting saying. a rock, and I was like, huh? I'm like, that's dumb. Like, I'm like, they, bro. The monks straight up went to an Autobot base, took an Autobot's two arms, and just yeah. said, "We're gonna put it inside Jax. We're gonna call it a day." The Autobot waking up like, the fuck happened to my arms? Yeah. The hell? the yeah. fuck that was weird i'm like they, so they can make metal bioengineered arms that can interact with your brain but they couldn't they gave him anything stronger than like baby arms that boy hit toothpicks he can't pick anything up like these monks are crazy <laughs> and they just try to they try to they try to make like the arms like as bad as possible in the beginning and just have like yeah. this emotional scene like i gotta pick it up he just fucking transforms in the middle it's like Huh? Sonya Blade got her characters and killed Melina, and she's just like, "Oh, I got this from fighting Kano." And I'm just like, "What? What? Like you just come in? Yeah, you get the marking. That means you get powers. But like everyone had a marking, and they still had to work to get their powers. So you're telling me? Oh no, yeah, that made no sense. Yeah, I'm like, once you get your marking, like you get powers, but everybody else had to train to get there. Also, Cole Young's powers. Fuck that shit. <laughs> His powers make no sense. He just gets absorbed shock. It's a stupid power. No, 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 no. It's the fact of how they came out. The, yeah. the friendship bracelet or whatever. Yeah. He's just like, no. He just wraps around. I'm just like, what the hell is going on? I, I slick. Pause my pause the movie. I just threw my controller to the ground. I said, "I'm out. I'm I'm I'm, I'm out. I'm out." Bro, I thought I thought he was gonna be like. I thought I thought he was gonna summon Scorpion. I thought his whole thing was like become Scorpion. I thought that was what he was gonna do. But he just I can absorb shock and I have metal things that can cut people. I'm like, this is lame. There's a character that I thought they were gonna go with in this direction. There is a character that I felt like they may have taken inspiration from, and I'm going to look him up. Cause I he's part of the Shirai Ryu too, and he's like, I guess Scorpion's great grandson or something like that. Yeah. Try to find him. Oh man, the movie the movie was lit. It is, man. They they should have had somebody else write it. Like, well, you're saying it's lit, and it's just like you gotta say it's either lit, good, or okay. I'm saying it's like I'm, I, it's it's lit for different reasons, like. You, this is not Mortal Kombat is never the movie you're going to watch for story and writing. Like the game isn't even that good in terms of a story element, but in terms of fun, oh, I was definitely having fun with the movie. That's where I get the lit aspect from. Like the I, writing, the pacing, horrible. Elements of characters, fan service, special effects, top notch. I was. I would, the ice was crazy to me. It looked like real ice. I'm like, they 
did they think on that ice? Jax looked bad when he had the little baby arms. When he got the big real arms, he was he was cool. Mm-hmm. Not gonna hold you. They were way too okay with killing people. I'm not even gonna hold you no. on that. Yeah, that was murdering so freely. I did not like the okay. So they already hinted that they probably coming back. Goro, Molina, Cabal. Oh, yeah. But I was just like, no. The fact that Molina has this crazy of a story, Cabal has a crazy story. Goro is like one of the strongest characters in the game, even though he dies from Kung Lao in some instances. The fact that they just die. Two of them from 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 Cole Young and the other one from Kung from uh Liu Kang, who, you know, he had a Pretty cool fatality that we saw throughout the all the trailers and advertisements. I was just like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Uh, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Really? Uh, I just I, I I didn't like that part. But I'm gonna show you who I thought they were trying to do a uh they were trying to do inspiration from. You remember this character? Oh, yeah, the I, I, is he? Yeah, I thought he was the son of Kenshi. No, not Kenshi. It well, he he is the son of Kenshi, but. Uh, but uh, Scorpion's train was training him. Okay. So I was just like, "Are they taking inspiration from Takeda?" Because like, I realize they put Takeda. Yeah. Yeah, because if you well, no, nah, I don't know. If they would have had Takeda, it would have been interesting because it would be like, okay, this is a guy who's like grown up. You, you know, you insert Takeda earlier in the films, but then yeah. you would have never had that relationship with Jackie Briggs. But I felt like they took inspiration from him, from like his suit and his powers. But I was just like, nah, man, this this ain't it. This, this ain't it. And the whole lineage thing, I was like, that, that that ain't shit. I was like, that was not good at all. If they did have Takeda, I would have been like, okay, cool. I mean, now you're just connecting some stuff, but I was like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what this is. Oh, this that's yeah. Actually, yeah. Melina was much different. Okay, I won't say the actor for Melina was bad. I still felt like she was fine, but I I was mad they only showed the teeth part at, towards the end. I wanted to see that throughout the entirety of the film. Um, I just didn't like how they handled Melina's character. She's dope. Um, man. If there's anything else I can talk about, even though I, I said that the fan service in this film was good, there were just parts where they're just acting fucking cringy with it. Uh, yeah. The whole, like, every time, or like, when Kung Lao did that whole fatality, he was like, flawless victory. I was like, that, what? <laughs> it's like, you just say that every time? Really? Like, do you say that oh, every time you're done? And then Luke Kang does his fatality, he's just like, fatality. Luke Kang wins. So, did you just say that by yourself in third person? What the fuck? <laughs> they might have been doing it in preference to the tournament because I'm not going to hold you. If I threw a hat on the ground and cut somebody in half, I might say flawless victory too because I'm probably going to go to jail with the rest of my life after that. So, I got I got to have at least one scene, one moment where I'm like, that was cool. But you are right. That It was weird. There was a part where Shang Tsung, like when he took uh Kung Lao's soul, he like he was saying, "Your soul is mine," but he didn't do it where like you can hear him. It was like ADR, and I just felt like that's bad ADR. I was like, you could have done better. So they just had him say that, and I was like, oh, that could have been much better. Uh, Kano, at one point, he takes Reptile's heart. He's like, Kano lens at <laughs> a fucking beauty. It's just like the f- what you could have just said that's a fucking beauty, but not say Kano wins. Like what? Uh. That's what I did. I just felt like there was a lot of stuff that they didn't have to add in. And I think that's when the balance, like you tip the balances of trying to be 
a film that's all about fan service to your fans and the people who love the material and being just a good, adequate, competent movie with good writing and good pacing and makes sense. Like it, like there was really, there was one thing that I really liked that I wanted to bring up the, the comparison between this film and Godzilla versus Kong. Godzilla vs. Kong is crazy. That script is not that good. Uh, but you got to turn your brain off and be like, okay. And when it does get stupid in the fight scenes, they're awesome. They're dope. And when you get to the human element, they've gotten a little better, but it's there. In this film, it's just like, it drags on. Like, yes, it's stupid fun, but at the same time, it's like, it's just dragging and dragging. And you just can't forgive the fact that these are humans that are just like talking and then the third act is just so predictable and it's so cliche that you're just like, how? Like Cole Young just says like, we have to work together as a team. They they want to go ahead and break the rules. We'll break the rules too, guys. Team on three. One, two, three. Mortal Kombat. The fuck? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Get the fuck. It's like, really? Really? So, like, with Godzilla and Kong, it's stupid fun, but the fun outweighs the stupid. In this one, the stupid outweighs the fun for me. Not really. Like, again, I like bad movies. I like (laughs) stupid movies. I like, I don't necessarily care too much for well-written movies are nice, but I'm not going to sit there and be like, yeah, this is a great time to watch. Uh, the notebook. I'm gonna watch Mortal Kombat again because the movie, the movie does its job. It's fun, like the Godzilla movie. Lit. It's a giant monster with a nuclear breath beam. You can't be mad at that. Godzilla. It's lizard versus monkey. That doesn't make any sense. Godzilla wins this fight. No hold. King Kong can't beat Godzilla. Godzilla can literally shoot nuclear energy out of his mouth. This is stupid. If Godzilla, this new Godzilla is broken. Like old Godzilla might have lost to King Kong, but this new Godzilla is is un- unbeatable. Like, but it's fun, and that's the whole point of the movie. Like, man, I was watching the movie. I was like, yeah, next scene. Oh yeah, I'm lit. I'm in this. I didn't get why you didn't like it because I was watching it. I, I was watching. It. Go ahead. I'll I'll, call, I'll go ahead. And I'll wrap everything up just to kind of tell you why I didn't like it. Uh. Like, okay, I'll say this in defense of the film. I think they were trying and they were trying to make it good for all of the Mortal Kombat fans. Is this better than Annihilation? Hell yeah. Is this better better than a 1995 film? For me, you got to take some squints at it and you got to you got to rewatch the 1995 film to be like, okay, is this better? Uh, it, it's it looks much better. Fighting is much better. I'll say that. But uh, is this better than the animated Scorpion's Revenge film? No. No, it's not. It's definitely not. Uh, You brought up this whole thing about how Mortal Kombat's not really a well-written story. It's just there was stupid fun, so the plot's not going to be great. I got to disagree with you on that. I think Mortal Kombat 9 through 11 have had pretty good stories where Mortal Kombat 9 picks up where those 3D games came left off from and you kind of made it to where everything makes sense and everything is pretty cool. The whole time travel aspect they did on that, where 
where Raiden is trying to fight the like you know trying to you know fix the future, fix the you know fix the future so it won't be like the past or the other life or something like that. Mortal Kombat Ten, you get this whole thing of how Shinnok is trying to take over, and you got like old friends turning into corrupted uh, versions of themselves. And then yeah. Mortal Kombat Eleven is basically how oh time travel is now a big thing. We're gonna bring in the past and we're gonna combine them all because the time stream has gone crazy. Uh. I felt like even though they weren't the best stories, they were good, competent uh, storylines, plots that uh, they did well, that Ed Boon and all the developers and the writers did. I felt like they were cool and they were enjoyable. So with that, I felt like with Mortal Kombat, you can do a good job with it. You have to get the good you have to get good writers for it. One of the things that I'm very worried about is that one of the writers is actually going to be writing not only Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, but also the Spider-Verse 2 film. So with that, I am very worried with how he's going to do this shit. Dave, it was like Dave Callahan. I am so worried. But so, yeah, I felt like there should there shouldn't be that many excuses. I know you're trying out. It's your first film. They got like four films on the way. Oh, no, they're going to be lit. There are four films. On, I hope they're lit. But I mean, yeah, man, like I like what they're I, I did like the fighting. I did like what they were doing with some of these characters. Uh, the fan service was definitely there. They do care about us, the fans. But uh, if I got to be real, for somebody who is a Mortal Kombat fan and somebody who cares about films, uh, this writing, this pacing, uh, Cole Young, the use of characters, uh, the cliche, the, uh, the clicheness of it all, I can't really let that go. And I'm just over here just watching this film like, holy shit, this movie is not good. And for that, if I had to be mean, I'd give it a four. But if I got to take the stuff you said in consideration about like, oh, it's crazy fun, stupid fun, I'll bump it up to a five out of ten. But to me, it's a disappointing film. Uh, If they do the second one, they got to do a much better job, and they got to do it well. And I got a question for you after this, after I hear your score. But what's your score, bro? I agree with everything you just said. The movie is not the best. If they honestly, if they just if no kid, Warner Brother owns uh, Mortal Kombat. They could have just took the whole script from Scorpion, Scorpion's Revenge, just put that live action. It would have been a fine movie. Mm-hmm. Like I like the movie, but I also don't like it. I like the movie. I really wanted to go in and be like, this isn't the best movie. But if I was like fifteen, this would be the favorite thing I watch. Like, my man, Goro got gored. Shorty got cut in half. And I'm like, that was graphic. My man Shang, my man Shang Tsung, so my man, I didn't like how they said sucked his soul out. They said that way too casually. I didn't like that. And I feel like Shang Tsung was just like, pause, pause, pause. Shang like, hey, 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 pause, pause. Suck the soul like out of you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait like, a minute. That was weird. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. I'm like, I'd have had to be. Fuck? I don't want that to be my power. <laughs> Kung Lao's like, oh, the fuck? Wait a minute. Oh. Kung Lao's never like, pause? Bro, what are you talking about? Something so loud to me. Hey, put me down, bro. Right in. Put hey, my put ass me. down. But <laughs> be funny if Melina was the one doing it. <laughs> Melina would have made more sense. It'd have been gross, but it'd have been like, all right, this, 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 this is kind of cute. Melina's the last one. <laughs> the last one you get your soul sucked out of. It's like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> anyway, like, but you scored it. I'm gonna give it. 
here's what I'll give it. If you were going to take like a girl to go see this, this is like a three. Don't take no shorty to go see this. Oh, if it's you and your buddies, this is a high seven, like a low eight. Just in terms of fun, stupid, people getting killed on screen. Like high seven, low eight for me. Like I really, I really, I I'm probably gonna watch that movie again, like over the summer. Like, it, it was really I liked it a lot. Okay. But I think this is a my bad. I think this is a theater film though. You have to go to the, if you had seen it in theaters, you would have liked it more. Because people I think would have hyped you up to watch it. Because like, oh snap, Goro just got like you watching it by yourself is just you. The theater is necessary to like give you the hype of all the movies. So it's definitely a theater movie. I feel, I feel like it's a, I feel like it can be because this is one of the first films that people are going to watch since you know a good amount of people are getting vaccinated, and because it is Mortal Kombat, there will be people who will be hyped the fuck up for it. But uh, I feel like it's perfect. I feel like it's there for uh, HBO Max. Um, ooh, sorry, I feel like it's there for HBO Max where. It's a film that you can just watch right there on a streaming service and call it a day. So, yeah, yeah I'm not going crazy. But let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you feel like this would have been better if they did a franchise like Marvel? Like if they just did a whole universe where you did movies with like you did movies about singular characters like Sonya a movie about Scorpion a movie about Sub-Zero then you got like Scorpion versus Sub-Zero some bullshit and then you get like uh Luke Kang and Kung Lao Shaolin Warriors and get something else and then next thing you know your big Avengers type movie would be uh Mortal Kombat would be yeah. Mortal Kombat and then you keep going or do you, or do you feel like this movie, would, you felt like this would have been better if it was a TV series where it was more fleshed out and you had time and you can go into different seasons? Or do you feel like this is the right direction for them? It's kind of like anything. Every universe doesn't need every character to have a movie, but this particular movie kind of needs some more fleshing out. Because I do think Sub-Zero, Scorpion, Molina, Kung Lao, Liu Kang, Raiden, that's six movies right there. I don't know who's going to go sit and watch a whole movie about Melina. I don't know who's going to go sit and watch a movie about Kung Lao. But a TV series might help. But my thing is, if they had, they didn't have a Turner, that's what made me mad. And I kind of, I kind of was like, yeah, this kind of killed my vibe. The whole point of this, they were all competing for the tournament. Shang Tsung broke the rules. The elder guys didn't do anything. I don't know. I read and wasn't like, hey, yo, big gods. Uh, he breaking the rules down here. Well. The thing was is that he he couldn't first of all he didn't consult the Elder Gods. That made me angry. Second of all yeah. second of all, there's this whole thing about like they did they were preparing for a tournament. You looking at your watch like you ain't going to no fucking tournament, baby. And uh Raiden's just like I can't interfere with stuff regarding Mortal yeah. Kombat, but it's like these niggas are literally cheating. This man already broke yes. the rules. Like the fuck? So yeah, but I wouldn't say have a mean a movie like about Melina. I think my my whole thing would have been like do a do like a a scorpion do a scorpion and sub zero film and then do a Kung Lao and Luke Kang Shaolin Warrior movie and then have like a, a like a Sonya Blade and Jackson Briggs movie one from there and then 
you can do, and then you can go into Mortal Kombat, or you can do like Shang Tsung or something like that. I don't know, a Shang Tsung or a movie about a villain. You go into Mortal Kombat. You after you go into Mortal Kombat, you do something like a sequel to one of those solo films, and then you go into Mortal Kombat two, and then you can, and then and then you can do prequel movies like Kano versus like Kano and Cabal duo series. You can do a whole Katana film. You can do a whole prequel series about a group of characters. You could do all of that, and it could be interesting. But I understand that doing a universe is harder than it sounds. So that's why I say the TV series could be something else. Um, I mean, there there was a Mortal Kombat web series where it focused on individual characters, and that ended up doing all right for like maybe two seasons of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think I think that Mortal Kombat needs like any video game movie needs somebody that cares about it to make it work. Like a Legend of Zelda movie would be stupid. Because there's so much you have to do in Legend of Zelda, and huh. a movie that would have been all right. Would, I'm saying it, it, you would have to streamline it. You would have to cut a lot of this stuff out. So, like a Legend of Zelda movie, you'd have to basically write one from scratch. You have to write a new Legend of Zelda. So, like that God of War, that's a hard game to make a movie because they're so. We're taking games that are played over 20, 30 hours and putting them into a two-hour thing. So it's a lot of stuff to put. You have 20-something years of Mortal Kombat that you're trying to squeeze into a two-hour movie, you got to kind of understand that some of that's going to have to get cut out. So I think you're right. A TV series, personally, I'm a big fan of animation. So, like, if they were to animate it, and, like, they animated it not like Invincible, I don't like Invincible's animation because I feel like it's a little choppy, but if they animated it like uh, Scorpion's Revenge, why they'd have they'd have about four five seasons of like good old good old stuff because that's animation here isn't seen the same as like in Japan or like uh, basically Japan. That's all that animes they you know animate anything, but like animation is a good way to tell certain stories. Like I'm not gonna hold you. I don't know how they CGI Shorty's whole brain and spine in Mortal Kombat. That was a lot of CGI. That was expensive. All that money could have went and made seven episodes of a cartoon that you could have made a whole series for. And so I just, I just really want them to kind of Scorpion's Scorpion Revenge needs a sequel because uh, uh, DC got some good animators for their stuff. Like Warner Brothers can afford it. So like, I, I think they need just some animation stuff. Mm. Yeah, they they got they, they need they need some. I think Scorpion's Revenge might get a it, it might get a, it, it might get a sequel because they they definitely left it on a cliffhanger. But uh, yeah, I think I think if you did this as an animated series or even a live action series, I think it'll work out. But uh, it's just the whole question is Warner Brothers willing to put in that much money and where they're going to get the support? And I feel like they will. So they will be able to. I mean, shit. So. But Monday, I'll check to see how much this money makes on the opening weekend box office since it's in theaters. We'll see what happens. But uh, it made ten million, like already. Like I'm like, that's ten million the first day. That's a lot of money. Well, it made nineteen million in its first day, actually. Oh, it made twenty. That's a lot of money, Jordan. Like its budget, opening... its budget was ninety. But so I, I, I feel like it can cross it, but it's just I still don't like. And they're gonna keep doing this. Oh, it'll help justify. But I still don't think that this. 
this is this is a messy first step. This can conclude into the other movie. So, no, they, yeah, this this they got to fix this. Shit. Is it is this the film to kick off a franchise with? No, this this is not a franchise star. This is a franchise killer. Like this movie, if it's like a second or third, would kill the franchise. I think some people don't have much to watch. It might be okay. Because like God to the works of King Kong made a lot of I think it made a lot of money. I gotta check that. But like that's Godzilla and King Kong are like old. God, Godzilla and King Kong is like from the sixties or seventies. Like that's an old style of movie. So like if I follow a dude who like likes monster movies and stuff, like Godzilla been around since like the sixties, bro. And like he used to be in a rubber suit. But he was he was able to kick off with a rubber suit and be like, oh zero. And have a seventy-year career almost, and I'm like, that's my thing with Mortal Kombat. Like, they, they can make good movies, but you kind of gotta let. Sometimes I think film executives and the people who are in charge of producing stuff, if it doesn't make a billion dollars, it's not a, it's not a success. And I'm like, every movie can't be Avengers Endgame. Every movie's not going to be Avengers Infinity War. That took ten years to get to. So I don't know. I think I think it'll be if they already got four more movies slated, they're not gonna just scrap that. I think that they would keep them they give them one more, but like this next one had to be like the best one. No, I, I don't think it has to be the best one. I think it just needs better writers. Better writers yeah. and better characters. That's all it needs. Better development. Just don't be like annihilation. If if the second movie ends up being like annihilation, that's it. You're done. Pack this shit up. They done. They're done, but um, yeah, man. So, uh, man, shit. So it's good talking about it, though. So, all right. What well, last thing I'll kind of go in is: Did you ever watch that, that new episode of Invincible? September. Hey, man, that boy, that boy, that boy, Omni Man oh. in trouble. Oh, <laughs> so you did watch it. <laughs> I saw the ending, and I saw him again. I don't know why Mister Immortal was like. This guy killed me very, very easily last time. Let me fight him again. Mm-mm-mm. Tell the police. Hey, man, this this Joker is crazy. Because to me, they can kill Omni-Man. No kizzy. Like, you can drown him. Omni-Man, you got to be strong enough to do it. But you can drown Omni-Man. Like, you could... You could put some tape over his nose and mouth, and he could die. Like there's there's things that could kill Omni Man pretty easily, and I was just like, Mister Immortal said, "Hands right now, run me." My- I just woke up. I was gone for like three months, four months. I want my fade right now, Omni Man. Yeah, that episode was fucking fire, and I, yeah. I am so excited for episode eight because I. After watching episode I, seven, yeah. I went straight into the comic. I, I, I literally got myself prepared for episode eight. Uh, they did every, they did so many things right on this episode. Omni Man was a fucking savage. Cecil was a fucking savage. He threw everything at that man. Uh, kind of sad that uh Donald died early, especially how he is in the comics. But uh. That's uh. That's a that's like the that's like the side that's like the uh, I guess like the partner for Cecil. Cecil, huh? Okay, so you know how Cecil Cecil has like this guy that he talks to. He's like this. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So like 
blows himself up, and I'm just like, shit, he dead already. Fuck, unless they do the yeah. whole robot thing, and then they hope yeah. they 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 sped up the whole thing with Cecil getting uh getting that one doctor to do the reanimation, and they used that against uh, Omni Man, and I was like, that's different, and uh, yeah, like this is much better than the comic book adaptation that they did before. Because uh, technically in the comic books, CISO doesn't even know. CISO's not investigation. There's no investigation. It's more just like it's kept it in secret and then boom. And now it's just like CISO knows about it. He's hunting him down. He's just like, I trusted you. The whole standoff between him, Omni-Man, and CISO was pretty dope too. I'm not going to hold with you. Omni-Man is one of the smartest characters in the series. Why on earth did this man hide his his costume covered in blood, covered in the blood of the people finished killing on the top shelf? He didn't hide it in the trash. <laughs> he didn't hide it in the fireplace up high. He said they'll never look on the top shelf where the TV is. I'm like, you can fly to, you can fly to the sun in minutes. Minutes. And throw that shit. I don't think it's dumb to me. I'm like you, you can, you didn't left it on the moon. You could have thrown it behind the plane. You could have went to Mars. Well, oh my gosh. Well, if he would have went to space, I felt like the government may have like had some satellites or some shit. I don't know, but uh, and plus they were they were keeping track of him, so they they would have already knew. But I I think there was something in that episode where it's just like I hit it right there. He told his wife, I hit it right there because, you know, I kind of wanted you guys to find it because I don't know if I really could have just sat there and just not say anything like the past five months. So it was it was different. Uh, But no, 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 no. Like back to it all. The fight scenes were awesome. Uh, I felt like the ending was dope. Um, they really captured the essence of like whenever a crazy, surprising thing happens, and you see the reactions of every other character in the series. That I did, I felt like they did a really good job with that. Uh, there was one thing that I did take a slight issue with at one time. At one time, I was really angry, but after kind of thinking about it, I was like, okay, but I still didn't like it. You, uh, you want to know what that issue is? What? It was the whole thing with Amber. I, I I hate that they do that in comic books to this day. It is the whole. What, what you so mean? Like, like it? Like this is my secret identity, or like the? It's the I love you, but I gotta protect you, so we can't be together. Like my dad is Omni Man, bro. Like everyone knows who my dad is. Like it, it'd be different if it was Invincible wears a mask. I don't know why people aren't like, bro. You got powers, bro. Like your dad is Omni Man. Like we see we see him fly into the town. Every day he flies in to this neighborhood. He can't drive. He flies. Why does no one seem to notice that this man is a superhero? I just hate I hate that. It is well that is some silver age comic logic and I don't <laughs> like it because it's it's dumb. Well Amber because well they all finally realized, fuck, we should have known. That's so stupid. Amber was like, like Amber was like, I've known weeks ago, but my whole thing with her was just so I was confused and I was a little upset. First of all, like Mark is trying his best. Mark did kind of fuck though. And like the whole situation at the college. And I was just like, yeah. And then Amber was just like, 
one things I hate about you was trying to deal with your bullshit. I was like, fuck, <laughs> this this girl's crazy. This girl's mean, crazy. But she got superpowers. Like, throw you in space. But she was real serious, though. So then yeah. Mark just straight up tells her, yeah, I'm invincible, flies in. And she's just like, I don't care. I knew you were invincible weeks ago. I'm really mad at the fact that you didn't tell me weeks ago and you felt like I was unworthy or stupid to not really know. And I'm just like, no, this man had your, this man wanted to tell you, but he was just so afraid and he's new at the superhero thing. So it's just like, oh. and then she, and then it's just like, first of all, okay. If you knew that he was invincible, why the fuck did you act like you were so yes, surprised? Like, why did you act why like were you I was so surprised that he had left? Stopped the reanimate. He came back. He's like, hey, sorry, I just stopped. She's like, where the fuck have you been? It's like, wait a minute. You knew he's invincible. So why did you get mad? What? Unless you were trying to like, and this is the thing I was thinking about. Were you trying to like play it and see, like just play stupid to see how he would react? And just see how long he would keep it with this charade. If that was the case, then I was like, okay, that's smart. But she never said that. She was just like, fly away, fly boy. Like, I like it when I'm alone. So piss off. And it's just like, motherfucker. <laughs> like, really? that's, 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 that's why I don't like. Similarly, what I was talking to you about with his friend being gay. Relationships supposed to have a purpose. If he's not going to get better being with Amber, there should have been no instance of him being with Amber. Again, this makes me mad and it's a big plot point. Everyone knows my dad is not from here. Everyone knows my dad has powers. Wait, not, there was, not everyone knows that, though. He doesn't wear a mask. He doesn't wear a mask. And he has the same voice. I'm like, how do you not know that that's Nolan? Like, Bro, is that Nolan? He doesn't have a real job. He's just a dude. No, He's just a dude. I think about it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm saying, like, he delivered a speech to the planet, Jordan. The full, no one was like, hey, Marcus, is that your dad, bro? Yeah, it's my dad. So when, when were you invincible? Oh, man, I didn't even think to tell y'all. What? It just, that's what makes, like, but, 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 but Omni-Man, is written really well because like i hate i hate that that plot point is so big it makes me mad it, it, it's such a small thing that they could just change it's like oh man i'm invincible okay but like he he was gonna go kill debbie he was gonna kill debbie that night when she when she was like hey yo i'm mad with you bro he was like shorty i can fly to space in an instant i can kill everyone on this planet minimal difficulty did you want to yell at me? Oh, okay, okay, fine. Head in, head in the smithereen. It's like <laughs> I like that sound effect. Ah, <laughs> you can't, you can't play with me. I'm, I'm literally a god compared to you. And I'm just like, again, I don't like the fact that people don't know that's your dad. But Invincible is a cool comic series. But I think Invincible would benefit from being rewritten. I think sometimes plot holes exist in a story. Because you read it, wrote it for the first time. Well, hey, so I think you. Well, hey, well, I mean, cool thing. Robert Kirkman's writing the final episode of the season. It's only eight episodes in this season. Yeah, so next week's the last episode of the season. We had to have a cliffhanger after he fights his dad. It's like, what the, that doesn't make any sense. Like, I mean, we had a whole cliffhanger in the comics. 
But the the comics are finished. Like the comics are coming out every what month or every week. They're, okay, what they're trying to do is try to do the same thing they did in the comics with the TV series, where you're left with this big ass cliffhanger, and you're just sitting here like, what the hell is gonna happen? While everybody who's read the comic book. I finally understand what manga only fans are like. Well, I've been feeling what manga only fans are like. I, I understand now where it's just like, I cannot wait to see what happens. Cause I know we, we both know what happens after, you know, after this, like it's a big shift in the story and its tone. So Robert Kirkman's going to do this last episode. It's going to be interesting. They've, they've done a pretty good job. Wait, if there is anything else, how did you feel about them uh, fast-forwarding the whole robot turns into a human story? That was a big deal because he, he just kind of a, a dude now. I'm like... It's good. He, he took... It's good. Hmm? I thought it was good, yeah. Uh, it just, they, he took a sample from Rex and it, they did nothing with that. He's working with villains. I'm like, robot is smart enough to... He's he's wanted to work on his own brain. He can make a cloning machine. You feel me? Nah, I, like he's smart enough, but he's not. He needs he needed help from other people, and I think that was a great way of bringing in the Marauder Twins and showing showing how smart they are. And I was just like, the Marauder Twins, they don't set like any global catastrophes or something like that, but they are really good when they come out. They show that they're smart as hell. Funny, Kevin Michael Richardson does a good job with that character, and yeah, it works. So I thought that whole plot, fast forwarding it, at first I was a little bit scared about it, but now I'm just like, no, they did it pretty well, and they hit it off nice. I, I get you. I just certain elements of stories to me, you kind of have to explain well. <sighs> I'm like a robot. Robot should have got a sample from Invincible, no Kizzy. And I'm like... I think he may have thought about that, but it would have been like... Would have been interesting. Like, all that blood they soaked up from him, I'd have been like, shoot, let me go grab one of these rags and put this in my new body. Because it it would have made... Rex Flow can blow stuff up. Rex should be more powerful than what he is. I'm not going to hold you. He can literally charge things and blow them up. And so I would just start touching people. Boom, head gone. I'm a, I'm a villain. Like, man, yeah, you think his man, powers don't make any sense to me? No, no. Rex Explodes' powers are interesting. It's like when you really think about these characters and what they can do, you're just like, no, they're yeah. pretty, they're pretty dope. Like Adam Eve is like considered one of the strongest characters in all of, in all of not only the Invincible Universe but of Image Comics. Yeah, she can literally rewrite matter. At, at, at a, she atomized. She Adam Eve. She can change the atomic structure and stuff. Yeah, and she's basically she immortal. And she's immortal too, because remember at the, yeah. end, the end of the series, she's like on her deathbed. She's old as hell, and then she just revives back to like her 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 twenties, and she's like, "Guess I'm immortal." <laughs> I'm like, that's such a weird flex. It's like. So you just you just, you just grew old to make us feel bad? Like we're gonna we like, well, she didn't know either. Did. She didn't know either. She just she just turned young. She was like, shit. All right. I'm immortal. Like, <laughs> that's the thing I don't like about Invincible is so Omni Man is at least a couple thousand years old. Mark won't become old if he's like a couple thousand years old. And so it's like 
it just feels weird. And they shouldn't be scared of Omni-Man. Because then you have Adam, Eve, and Rex Blow. Even, uh, 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 no. The red, the red flash, the the the, the speed guy. Oh, yeah, he should have yeah, been yeah. able to kill Omni Man. He should have killed Omni Man. No, 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 no. Like nah. vibration. He could have grabbed his head and started shaking his head, bro. He Brain could, rattled up. He could have. I don't know. Like that. That goes into a bigger conversation that I. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm too tired to get into because that. That is a big conversation. Uh, Are you good? Honestly. If you had to give the series Invincible a rating right now, what would you give? It's a solid eight. Invincible is good. I like the idea of the main. It's like Superman if he was like legitimately bad. He's not a bad person. He's just following orders. For Omni Man, yeah, Omni Man. Omni Man is not. I'm comparing him to Superman just because he's not from Earth. But like Omni Man isn't a bad guy. He didn't. He's not being this, he's not doing this out of spite or anger or anything. He killed the other planet. He killed the whole other planet for no reason. He should not have done that. He just he violated them for no reason. He said, Y'all wanna mess with me? All of y'all die. Even though y'all came, the soldiers are right here. Everybody dies. But it's a solid eight. I like Invincible. I like I, I do feel like if Invincible had came out when I was a kid. Oh, it would have been in my top like top three comic series ever. It's like Thor, Spider Man, Hulk are my top three heroes. But Invincible would have been in there if I had known about him a lot younger. Okay, uh, I give this series like a nine out of ten. It's one of the best TV shows right now on streaming services. It's one of the best animated series we got right now. Uh, I think it really does a great job in staying true to the story of Invincible, by all, but also rewriting some things that, one, are not really suitable for this day and age. It's not really uh, politically correct or just smart, and it's you know not genuine. But also they rewrite some things that they feel like, this was a cool idea, let's actually expand upon it, and let's actually fast-forward some things so we can add more suspense and t- uh, intensity to it. And I felt like they'd done a great job. The only things that I can say that are wrong from it is just how they do certain plot points, like the whole Amber situation. Uh, I felt like they could have done a little bit more with the animation because I actually watched a video early on this week about how the animation on Invincible could be much better and how it budget shows where they're using like these still images and they're kind of just using like, uh, these dead pants instead of like more animated faces. And that's why I'm just like, yeah, they could have done better. Uh, they could have done much better with it, but uh, it still works out and it still has that, you know, that flair to it. And I'll say this right now. Uh, the comic book is one of my favorite comic book series of all time. Uh, after reading it and going back into it, I really feel like this is a great series. Uh, I'm really kind of sad now though that the image comics universe wasn't a big deal like marvel or dc because i wonder if they really did have a big uh crossover with both with marvel dc and in the image comics i felt like it would have yep. been very interesting we would have had invincible uh meet superman and maybe superman fight omni-man or we could have had more adventures with invincible and spider-man i thought that would be interesting invincible's but- Invincible is kind of like a Spider-Man series, but except it's more of a, it's darker, it's more mature, and it it makes you just feel like oh, that's crazy. 
But in terms of Spider-Man, it's a coming-of-age story where you have somebody that's just starting out becoming a superhero, find his way, learn his values, and gets better over time. And he deals, still deals with real-life issues that, you know, serves as roadblocks on his life and his progression as a superhero. And, and uh, yeah. I really appreciate it. So next week's going to be the final episode. I'm really happy about it. Uh, once that comes out, it's going to be fucking awesome. So... Uh, no. So that's about it, though. We've been here for like an hour and thirty, so we are calling yeah. out, David. I want to thank you so much for coming on to the show, talking about Mortal Kombat and some Invincible and some stuff early on. It's great to always have you on the show, my guy. Yes, sir. Great to always be here, man. All right, man. Thank you guys so much for listening to tonight's episode of Midnight Drop Chill Hour. Oh, it's been great. I know it's been awesome listening to us on this podcast. And it's been great having you guys on here. But like always, if you want to go ahead and listen to the podcast, you can go ahead and follow us on wherever podcast we play it on, which is Spotify, Anchor, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, www.themidnightdrop.com, and on my Instagram channel, 615 underscore chill. And if you have any comments, concerns, considerations, recommendations, or just rants because... I'm just me. You can go ahead and DM me at 615 underscore chill, or you can go ahead and email me at Jordan Cammon, C-A-M-M-O-N at Outlook.com. But that's about it, my guy. Thanks so much for listening on to the chill hour with our review of Mortal Kombat and also other stuff regarding mental TV series and just life itself. That'll be it. Be on the lookout for some new episodes this weekend and some new stuff next week. And if you want to go ahead and listen to some old episodes, go ahead and follow the platforms. It's had a ride or die review come out. But that's about it, guys. Thanks so much for listening on. I'm Jordan Malone. This is David Arnold. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Thirsty.